America's founding fathers believed their vision, the city upon a hill, could only succeed with a special people in a special place. Over 240 years later, we the people, our American story is still unfolding. My name is Tina McCafferty. Join me every Friday as I spotlight those who embody the American values of faith, courage, and heroism. You will be uplifted, inspired, proud, and humbled to call yourself an American. American history is more than history. It's personal. America is not just a country. It's an idea. Bono. I am wrapping up season one in what I think is a really special way. I have had the immense opportunity to speak with some really incredible people, and they always leave me feeling uplifted and inspired. The last question that I always ask is, what does America mean to you? I am releasing four mini episodes over the next two weeks that share the responses from these fabulous guests I have had on my podcast. Today, we'll hear from Susie, Craig, Cal, and Jenny. It means the world to me. It means opportunity. It means everything to me because my grandmother, who recently passed away, but the stalwart of our family, she recognized the opportunities that her family could have and the life that they could have in the United States of America at a young age with young children. And she made that, that trip, that voyage, that sacrifice to come here to give all of us that because it's not just my aunts, my uncles, my mom, it's their children, it's my children, it's everybody that comes from my grandmother who has this opportunity now. Being an American and living here, we are the land of opportunity. It it did not happen to chance. God foreordained this place for us and, and we have so much opportunity and I am so incredibly grateful for that opportunity. I'm so grateful that I married him and that he values the United States of America. And my children are so young, they already comprehend and can grasp how important it is to, to respect America and to, to be grateful for it. I love it. I love that American flag. I just want to add to, I think, when I think of America, I think it's not just a place. I think of America as like a thing, you know, I think it's, it's synonymous with, with freedom. It's synonymous with, with what real democracy is. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think when you look back, you know, around like World War One, World War Two, and then, you know, you got the Korean War, and then the Vietnam War, you know, there was, there was a lot of sacrifices required from our population historically. And it, we weren't, this country was not as rich and technologically advanced as it is now back in that time. And so a lot more sacrifice would require. There's a lot more people drafted into the military. That's not something that we really have to worry about in the last, you know, in a lot of the last years. It's, uh, I think those, those are the things that made the country stronger. I think those sacrifices made the country stronger. And, uh, I, and I just think we kind of, gotten away from that. I don't think that's, I don't think there's been as much sacrifice required by the people. 
I think the more we go down that path, the more resentment we'll have for our own country as people because we, we don't have to work for it. You know, America, for all its warts and zits and <laughs> problems and broken things, is the greatest gig on earth. It's the greatest social experiment ever started. And I guess I really didn't appreciate that until I went other places and saw how other people live. You know, I remember going like to Bahrain and the people that worked on the mall lived on top of the mall because they couldn't afford to live anywhere else. And Dance? well, yeah, and cardboard jacks and wow. whatever that, whatever they could erect up there. Wow. And, you know, their biggest sort of source of running water was the condensate from air conditioners up there, best as we could tell, or what they hauled up there themselves. I mean, uh, I saw people in Puerto Rico literally living in tin shacks that were, that didn't have running water. I mean, horrible, horrible uh, poverty when I visited the Philippines. And it's interesting. Uh, let me tell you a conversation I had one day. I was in Toulon, France when I was a young guy. I was probably 30. And this Frenchman came up to me and he said, you Americans should probably be much better to us French. I said, you're probably right, but tell me why. He said, because we gave you your country. And I said, well, that's true, but I think we've returned that favor. We gave you your country back from the Germans twice. <laughs> and then I was cordially invited to get out. But <laughs> just because you're right doesn't make you correct. We've repaid the favor. <laughs> We've repaid the favor. You know, but no other country in the world has done as much for other people without an actual benefit to themselves other than knowing that you help someone else. Both world wars, we sent all kinds of people overseas to stop, fa stop fascism and, you know, stop the Nazis and just all these, the Germans the first time around too. And, you know, we sent our resources, we sent our people and we forgave most of the debt from the countries that we helped. We helped set up their governments, helped them get back on their feet, made them industrial powerhouses, traded with them. And we really didn't gain anything physically for that. We didn't take any land from anybody. We didn't take any additional debt for somebody. We didn't, we helped the world get back on its feet twice. And other countries have actually come out and said that, you know, for as much as they, they laugh at some of our shenanigans over here, you know, and you Americans are crazy and you're awful and you're this and that. And if you have an honest conversation with someone and say, where would the world be without us? Their story is a little different. And I got to contribute to that. And I'm really proud of it. And I'm really proud of my family history in that. And... I don't know. I, I think it's a bunch of middle-class people who went to college and got ideas that America was bad, but have never had to sacrifice for anybody else who are the ones that are creating most of the problems right now. And it's a shame. America is, is the, the symbol of freedom and, you know, God's, I mean, the next, the, the next best thing to connect heaven with earth. So when you ask yourself, what does America mean to you? Or is it worth it? Will it be worth it? It's up to you. You decide. The way you live your life, 
you decide. The way you chase your dreams, you decide. The attitude you have, being willing to try again when you fail, that's how we decide. And I just feel like we owe it to them, those who have given us so much, to say the least I can do is the least that I can do. But I can do that much. I am grateful for the guests that I have had on We the People, our American Story podcast. I have an incredible lineup for season two, and I cannot wait to share their stories with you. If Susie, Craig, Cal, and Jenny piqued your curiosity on the rest of their stories, well, guess what? You can still catch them on season one. I will have that information in the show notes. Come back Thursday, spend a few minutes with us and hear the words of more guests as they express what America means to them. See you then.